Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun back. You know, one of the, um, I guess the goods and the bads of Independence Day or any holiday for that matter is being a global show. You, you're subject to uh, the fact that some are celebrating and like my British friends, today is probably a day of mourning. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, in countries like Germany and Australia and uh, New Zealand and so forth and so on, those guys got up, they went to work, they're probably wondering why a podcast hasn't come out yet. They're like, dude, what's going on here? Subject, and even being in America, not knowing the holidays of other nations, that also plays into it because now when they're celebrating and partying, we're saying absolutely nothing because, you know, that's the the problem of being a global show. That being said, uh, we are here on this 4th of July. I talked to Ian today. Uh, we have some conversations about... Uh, what the holiday means. I'm not going to get into it. I guess it's something you should, uh, you know, think about or listen to it and think about it. Yeah, yeah. Shall we get to it, to it? Yeah. Shorty loves it, yeah. Loves that I'm a dog. They don't want it, yeah. They scared of what I know. Told you the budget, yeah. I gotta get my own. Shout out my bros. This right here deserves a toast. I can hear you. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. It's great to talk to you. Let me uh, close the door here. We, we, I feel like we're heading into therapy. So let me just come on in the office. Let me close the door. Sit down yep, on the couch. On the couch. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm like, I don't know who needs to sit on the couch. You or me, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> this, will be a dual, this will be a dual session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how have you been over the last, uh, 168 hours since we last had a chat. Praise our Lord. I've been good. I've been good. Certainly just enjoying the summer, enjoying, uh, enjoying working and enjoying the summer vacation. Summer, you know, I almost said summer vacation, but it really almost is like that. Uh, you might say up here because especially with this, the, the weekend coming in and today being the 4th of July, going to be spending a lot of time with family. So it, uh, it feels that way, but it's been nice. It's been very good. Thank you for asking. You how know, about you? How has the time been for you? Well, I was thinking, like, you got us working on the 4th of July. I don't know how I feel about that, but, you know, I guess it's... Cause you text, yeah, don't, don't call me a workaholic, but I guess you could. I mean, you know, we're all workaholics. I was thinking, yeah. like, um, uh, you text me and you was like, so are we recording? I think you text me Sunday or I don't know what day it was. I don't remember now. But I... I thought about it last night. I'm like, dude, tomorrow's Fourth of July. Why? Why are we? Uh, why are we working tomorrow? But then I was like, well, hey, I mean, the wife came came because she's supposed to be cooking out on the grill, and yeah. uh, she was like, uh, so I had ordered the accessories for cooking today, and uh, I had ordered them because you know I do the Walmart Plus thing. Yeah. And uh, do, do they do they do that up there where the big old trucks come around? Is that is that a thing in your neighborhood? No, we do not have the plus. We just do we have the curbside pickup, like the roadside. So basically, will you can place your order online and then they'll bring it out to your car. That's oh. the best we got. So so they don't deliver it to your house up there with you. We do, we do not have that action. Oh wow! What are you in the sticks? <laughs> yeah, we we definitely are. I guess we're we're behind the we're behind the system. Uh, so anyway. 
I uh, so I get the Walmart Plus now. Not to you know uh, dive into a conversation about the Walmart Plus, but um, you have the um, the delivery people, which is like you know the you and I's. Anybody can do it type things. Um, yep. You ride around in your cars, and you can I can you you know go on the app now and say I want you know a certain thing A B C D E, and um, they will uh, you know send a driver in. So it, you have two different styles. I can like email now and say I want something, and they'll say well the next available pickup will be like um, three o'clock this afternoon. So what that does is it sends the order to the particular Walmart, the local Walmart, and then the clerks, whoever they are, will go in. If you've ever been in Walmart, you'll see now they have these people walking around with these big bins, and they're just doing Walmart orders. So they'll do it, and then they'll you know, set it up, and then a driver comes and picks it up and brings it to my house. Or I could do the $10 Express where somebody like yourself can just collect the order and go in and shop it and just bring it to me in under two hours. Or I can do the Walmart in-home where I can order my food today and they'll bring it tomorrow between nine and three. So that's what I did yesterday. I ordered all our food and I was like, you know, have the big old Walmart truck, bring it to me tomorrow between nine and three. So somewhere in inside of now and one o'clock, actually not three is one o'clock. My food's going to show up. So the wife was like, uh, "That's before warning, just in case we hear a knock." Yeah, well, you, I, I don't know if you hear a knock. There's no alcohol, so they'll probably just leave it on the porch and say, "Hey, we delivered your food. Goodbye." Um, <laughs> so the wife was like, "Well, that's not enough time because I want because you know the wife's a, she's a cook. She 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 sits there and she watches Gordon Ramsay and all those chef people on the TV, actually the Netflix, and she's a cook." Amazing, amazing. Yeah, so she has to sit there and baste the meat and, you know, read it a bedtime story, tuck it in, you know, make sure it has a nice good bubble bath and all that good stuff. It's got to feel good. It's got to feel good. Yeah, before before she can put it on the stove for us to eat it. So she's like, can we cook out tomorrow? And I'm like, okay, cool. So then being the lovely, sweet, daring workaholic that she is, she's like, well, then I'm going to work today. So... She's gearing up to go out to do the Sparks and the Uber Eats and the Instacarts and the the so forth and so on and uh, the DoorDashes, blah, 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 blah. And so I'm like, she's working. Then Ian called me and said he's working. Then another buddy who's coming over this afternoon, he's working. I'm like, everybody's working. So this is actually not a holiday. <laughs> we're, we're changing the ways. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure tonight everybody will get together and... You know, watch the pow, pow, poom, poom somewhere. I was thinking about going downtown, but I was like, I'm not going to get involved in that mob. So uh, maybe I'll just sit here and, you know, do a Ray Charles and a, uh, uh, or a, uh, um, what's the other guy? Um, you know the guy, Shelter from the Rain, you know, with the dreads, Los Angeles. What's his name? Stevie Wonder. There it is. Yeah, I do one of those numbers and just sit out there and just turn my head as I'm listening to the boom booms in the sky. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah around, there's gonna be tons of fireworks going off around my neighborhood. I'm not sure if I'm gonna be going to the fireworks, but still about fifty-fifty. Just kind of like you said, I'm not sure if I wanna just just wanna go and uh and see them. But at the same time, I'll be here and I'll definitely be doing that. Be listening to the boom booms in the sky for sure. Yeah, the boom booms in the sky. 
Yeah. I, I was I, I I got that from a German. He oh, says, yeah? He says, today is the day of the boom boom. <laughs> and I went. That is an easy way to say it. Because he was, uh, actually, I didn't get it personally from him. As I just poured, you know, the last remaining of my 20 ounce, 250 calorie per bottle Pepsi into my glass. Uh, it wasn't from him directly, but it was through a, a television series that I used to like. And uh, every time they was going to do a bombing, like, you know, during war, you know, they're going to bomb stuff. Every time they do that, he went, uh, uh, I just want you to know, so you're prepared, today is the day of the boom boom. And that's today. That's and that's today. today. That's today. You know something? It's it's fascinating to me. Speaking of the boom boom, uh, we're definitely flying off the cuff today. It's 4th of July, you know, so why, why, why should anybody care? Um, but... I uh, I find it very interesting, and it's something that I would like to bring awareness to if I can, um, that all the boom-booms that you're going to see happening, it is amazing how many of our people in uniform, uh, how horrid the boom-boom, I don't know if anybody ever really paid attention to how bad it is for people like them. Um, because those fireworks, in some case, reminds them of war, reminds them of the casualties of same, uh, that they just, every time they hear it, I know a gentleman right now who, he goes into his house on a day like today, and he just barricades himself in so that he can't hear them. And to some degree, they have to, uh, uh, another gentleman has to, like, he'll go in and he'll listen to his Bach and his Beethoven with his noise-canceling earphones so that he can't hear the boom-booms because it, it's, it's just they're, they're suffering from PTSD. And, uh, and so I think that it's, it's something to bring awareness to that a lot of our brothers and sisters who, have, uh, who are the, the main event, if you will, of, of a moment like this, uh, they, they, they're suffering. And so... Teasing. I appreciate you for saying that. It's a, a very nice thing and very uh, profound thing to bring awareness to. Wow, it's certainly something that uh, it won't leave. It doesn't leave you. So I'm happy that every, I hope everyone you know who hears that even if they, even just one person can uh, can reach out to someone they know and you know like that, or if they potentially they know someone. I mean, you, you illustrated it in the best way. I mean, some people who should be at the forefront of this day, you know, and and that's what it is. It's just I really even will say for myself you don't think about that i never had thought about that before but it makes so much sense you know how could you not sympathize or empathize better said is uh for someone in that situation again this person having what doing what they did for our country and for each of us here in america so i mean wow well said and certainly something to think about well and it also brings awareness to me because most time when we come around we're talking about all things spirituality, church, and things of that nature, um, how there isn't enough spent on military awareness. Like, especially the funny thing that, that I don't know if it's funny, it's not funny, but the 
weird thing that happens in most of our evangelical churches is that, and 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 when I say evangelical, I'm talking more uh, non-ethnic churches, non-minority churches, is they're flooded, these churches are, with military people. And yet the military budget is slim to none. We have you know, small groups and we kind of lump everybody in and we're all into evangelism and I have no problem with that. But you have a, in your midst, a, a plethora of people who are really the heart and bread of not only the advancement of this nation, but the, the, um, I don't want to say the sickness of it, but I guess in some cases it is an ailment and, and we're not doing much about it. And I think that bringing awareness to uh, churches, having military ministries is, is a major hack, which I don't know if your church has it, but I, I'm definitely, I can count on one hand how many churches do have military ministries. Hmm. You know, I even couldn't say, I know there is uh a gentleman in the church who is a veteran, but I don't know his full backstory. I don't, I believe you that. And again, I say this speculatively and certainly not knowing, I don't believe that, that, that he's in any instance, again, based on, you know, and again, I, and this is even the, the craziness of war and being a soldier is even like those, those type of individuals deserve respect and this type of awareness, even though they may be a small percentage of, of the greater people, even because, but, but, I'm, but this is one thing I certainly agree with is no matter how small it is, it's certainly a lot of people. That's what the percentages can make us not think about. And I, and this is something I, I think you can even, uh, really appreciate is the humanization of people can get lost due to statistics you know we'll start, well, some things can be summarized to a very small statistic so i don't mean to do that because i recognize these are all people with very real like you said i don't want to say sickness either but that's something that certainly afflicts them you know it's something that certainly came upon you know by a result of of their experiences and now they're, they're living with the symptoms of it so it's like a sickness so and so i think i'm just very happy again even just to be part of the conversation speaking about this it's something i hadn't thought of and uh and i really am going to ask in my church what we do so with, within that regard military ministry you might say in that just in what that I'm, I might, you might even say i'm like probe and like put that out there and kind of see what they say in response to that question of is there a military ministry well I'm 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 almost going to tell you that they're probably going to say no. And it's not the fault of the church. It's because of the second part why military ministry in for the most part doesn't exist is because military ministry is hard to do. Um you have a group of people who have been trained and conditioned to never surrender and never quit and never admit to any uh fit. And so they're not going to tell you they got a problem. They're they're not they're not going to be that vulnerable. They they have again been conditioned to not be vulnerable. So it, it, you're trying to convince a group of people, which is where a lot of military people, believe it or not, had a struggle with salvation. Most folks don't know that because the centerpiece of salvation is the gigantic no-no of the military: surrender. So when, when you, you heard in the evangelical churches back in, oh, the turn of the century, 
where um, th- to some degree they stopped singing I Surrender All because they weren't getting any servicemen. Because they heard that and the service people, I ain't surrendering to nobody. And, and they walked right out the door and they they even came to the idea of they were um, calling them or calling the the act of salvation followers of Christ. Now we are we're set out to be followers of Christ. And to some degree that was subliminal to bring in more of the people who just couldn't get over that surrender hump, if that makes any sense. Oh, I can see that that surrender thing being a, a being a, a very big stumbling block an obstacle for a military member. Absolutely. So like you're, you're bringing your, that's another thing, a great thing to bring awareness to, especially for those seeking, especially like you said, people who are going through the struggle and just bringing, even if you can just project it out there, especially first and foremost for any potential service member listening, who may be even listening and understanding that it's not, wrong in any way to submit to the one and only god it's completely different than submitting to a man and but i but you saying that is powerful and, and very telling to the situation that they're the the you you might say the unique situation because while we all are like oh i have my pride to think about there we don't understand the military members level of like all their training like you said all their training and all their mental preparation has prepared them for that never surrender never quit attitude so i, I you're right man that's awesome that's a great uh, awareness to bring to bring mm. Mm. so my i guess that brings me to um it, it is the fourth of july as this is being put out and uh i was just taking a sip for the fourth you know mm-hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, what um, I you know, the country today is um, what is it? Let me see. Uh, I'm looking for my calculator. Uh, I know we're coming up very quickly on uh, it's not gonna be. 250, I think, 2026 is going to be year 250 for the nation. So that would make this year, what, 247? Somewhere in there? Is is that right? Let me uh, me go get my calculator here. 223, subtract 1776. 247. 247. Yeah. So literally, uh, in three years, we will uh, be uh, uh, a whole quarter of a. I don't know what I don't know what it is. What is it? Quarter of a what? I don't know. But we're going to be two hundred fifty years old. I, I have never really, and and part of me growing up in black church, where patriotism wasn't really a thing. Um. I, I I am in my, you know, late 18, 19, 20s, uh, just becoming introduced, if you will, to the idea of Independence Day, the idea of the 4th of July. Oh, I had the Will Smith experience. Everybody did Independence Day, you know, when, when the president went out and fought and did the thing. You saw the movie. Um, but, you know, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out what is actually 
going on in the mind of, and I can't hear the world, so I guess I'll just start with you. What What is actually going on in the mind of people when they think about Independence Day? Are we just talking about hamburgers, hot dogs, and, and baked beans? I mean, what, what are we thinking? Oof. Ooh, on the spot. I would, let me say this. I'll definitely give you my answer, and, uh, and then I'll digress into what I might loosely think, because I don't want to be held too much into, because I couldn't really know what other people think. So basically... What I definitely think of it is obviously what I'll say is family. Cause I've never, you know, uh, been too much of like a planner of celebratory celebrations and things. I love hanging out with family though. So, um, certainly that's how it's always been for me. I always been, you know, it's, it, I did go to 10 fireworks when I was a kid, but as an adult, like I was even just saying, it's never really something that drew me. So I certainly attended, attend some, but very often I'll just be like, ah, it's, you know, no reason to go tonight. You might say. And, but that being said, I, because I view all those things, the the cell, the, the red, the you know, basically people going together, and, and that's all like you said, secondary to the number one cornerstone, which is our veterans. Things that should be done in measure to, which again, my my, and again, this is me saying. Uh, obviously, we spoke about this as me becoming a Christian and such. I've never really been philanthropic. Uh, that was, I just butchered that word. Philanthropic, I believe, is the way I said. But more or less, I do think and honor veterans. My grandfather's a veteran. Um, so I definitely pay homage, you know, in that, in a, in a very respectful way. So I, while I can say, uh, you know, I only can now hope to, to do more things, especially like even this podcast in a small way to help you bring awareness to these great issues that our veterans face that are so like you, I think you illustrated another great way. I don't want to, cause they're not hidden, but what it is, is these are strong individuals, individuals trained to bite through, to overcome and that right there, even to their detriment, you might say. So, so you're illustrating a good way. So while I can say, I definitely don't practice, you might put some rise. I said, well, I don't always practice what I preach to the best of my ability. When it comes to the 4th of July, I recognize it is only about, the, the lives of the veterans and the honoring of the veterans that gave us this freedom. And, but, and then I'll digress to, yes, I really think, and you, I think it's hard to argue that America has very much lost that at the root of this day. Mm. You know, I, I say that loosely. I say that just not, not begrudgingly. I certainly am happy to hear other opinions. And I think that we, what you, the way you summarize it, even hit it, hit it home actually. Cause what we do think about far more is the celebrations and, and the hot dogs and all these, and the fireworks. And, and I guess, cause what it is, and this is a fine line, I think to me over society, I just say this loosely. And again, sort of uh, philosophically for what it's worth is that most things are a fine line between those two things, between uh, the, the honor of the celebration and the recognition, the respect for why we're all doing something, like getting together in, in it as a family, is very American. Well, let me say this. It's very cold. It's very on an honor of freedom. No matter where you are, if you can gather as a family by decision and in love and without persecution and things like that, that is like a measure of freedom. It's very, it's very telling. It should just be very much gauged by, I don't even know. I guess this is where, why I'm struggling. I'm like, and I'm just rambling now. I'm just, so I'm going to summarize it. But basically it's like, how, how would we blend those things better? I, I ask myself in the most truest way, how could I, we honor veterans better? And I certainly, would love to hear your thoughts on that. I go back to obviously the, the these type of things, creating awareness to these 
problems that I, I again, I even I say this uh, ashamedly that I didn't even think about some of these things. I had never heard of them. They didn't come across me. So there, it's bringing awareness to me to them now. So, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the situation and just what you would maybe answer the, if you even want to then answer the same question after responding to my my thoughts maybe. Well, um, so I'm before. Actually, I don't want to answer your question. I want to ask you another question. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's all right, let's wrap the fire. <laughs> um, because something else kind of, again, I came from a predominantly black culture, meaning that for a huge period of time, and to some degree, it still exists. Blacks were on one side and whites were on another. That's 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 kind of how Norfolk works. Even right. today, um, uh. They mingle, but not really. They they come out when it when they need to. You know, the president shows up. You know, uh, yeah, all the the black people are going to show up, and the white people are going to come to. You know, because it's the president, right? The, the senator, they're going to do it, right? But truth be told, they're not really united. It's it's the black people coming because they got their issues, and the white people coming because they got their issues, and it's only one guy, so. I guess we just got to go here with this this guy has to say, but I don't really like these white people and you don't really like us either. That being said, uh, I was not. And, and and then before I even move on, you're talking about uh, patriotism, uh, cultural or, or Americana, whatever you please. For the most part, at least in my in my environment. We're just now getting into this stuff. Oh, we had the cookouts, and uh, I don't even know we ever had a cookout on 4th of July. As a matter of fact, the church that I grew up in, the Church of God in Christ, they're so backwards, if you please, that they have church on 4th of July. So they're they're not you you're not even really allowed to go to the. I don't think those I don't think them sanctified folks have ever been to fireworks service because they've always been in church on 4th of July night. So some of that is out of spirituality, but I found out that a lot of it was spirituality kind of masked in the fact that some people of some ethnicities, not just black people, don't feel like Independence Day is for them. Have you ever have you ever heard that in your or your in your sphere or how do you how do you feel when you hear a group of people say this holiday is not really for me. It, it it wasn't even designed for me. I have heard that. I absolutely have heard that. And I do, let me just, let me just again say, I empathize for the view in that, uh, that history is complex. I, I don't understand it personally. And I uh, only come from a place of, uh, of you know, sitting in, in for my experiences to be able to, to view it, to look back at it. So um, I have heard that. I will say even majority, the majority, and I will just experience the major holiday in which I've experienced this is with Columbus Day. I don't know if maybe that's like the same. You've had a similar experience, but uh, but just with Columbus Day and certainly people. Everybody know um, the black okay. man did it. It was the black man. Columbus was drunk. That's all I got to say. Okay, move on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so yeah, and that, and certainly there, and uh, I actually live right on the border of a Native American reservation. So, and went to school with many Native American 
uh, you know, just we actually just, just again, with all respect, calling natives. I think that they, that's actually an endearing term they preferred because they, again, that's how they view themselves here in America. And uh, but at the same time, I say that. So certainly the Columbus Day culture has been shifted in my mind a lot. And so I have certain narratives about it and obviously thoughts about it myself even. But definitely with Fourth of July, I can absolutely see how see I've, I've heard that that it's not been as predominant and and uh but i but when i let me say the first time i heard it i was like oh you know i, I think that the greater conversation could be deserves to be had in that regard yeah um i don't, I don't mean i don't know if it's a greater conversation i i think well well maybe it is i don't know well, um, when I say greater conversation i just mean if by chance and i and i say this in the efforts of because again even like like what well, like, to use the analogy of that politician in the streets, I mean, even if we can come together in unity, even if it's a, a sort of, you know, fringe piece, you know, because there will never be peace always, you know, but it's nice to see people make effort. I believe this is the, this, that, just to loosely put it, that, that analogy you put it of people having a common goal, their own problems, then I don't want to say solved, but petitioned to this politician, whoever he or she may be, that right there brings them together, not even focused on themselves, but on this other issue. And then thusly, because again, I, I, I'm fully, I, I, I'm certainly, all I pitch it to when I say the greater conversation is mean people smart, far smarter than I, who might tackle the issue and even people far more relevant to the issue, far more associated, I mean, and, and, and experienced with this issue because they've lived through it and I'll have the studies and, uh, you know, the history, you know, the education to back these things up, which you know, certainly I would never claim to have. Um, I think that, I think that to some degree, and, and this is going to be seriously controversial. Oh, I can <laughs> see the groups coming after me right now. I might as well go on hand and wear leopard skin underwear and make sure that my noodle stick is is covered in titanium because I'm going to get neutered for this. But I feel that to some degree we have been I don't want to say we've been lied to. I don't think that's fair. And I don't think that uh, the persons or people who uh, who presented the argument that the 4th of July wasn't for black people in particular were uh, inaccurate. Um, but I am an American citizen. We were both born American citizens. I would like to believe I, was, you were, I don't know where you was born on American soil or not. I w- I, I'm assuming that. Please forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, you are correct. Yes. Yeah. So we're both born on American soil. So, so something else that came up, and I, I just want to side note this, because there was some conversation some time ago about a birth a birth certificate. You remember when everybody was arguing and and begging for Obama's birth certificate? Yes, yes, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. So here's the thing that. What's fascinating about that? Um, because some people will argue that if you were born pre-Alaska, uh, pre-Hawaii becoming an American citizen, even when you talk about the Louisiana Purchase, uh, which uh, that's when America 
acquired Utah, Colorado, Arizona, so forth and so on. What they did in the agreement was they made the deal because those lands were pro-Spanish because, you know, everything west was pretty much Spanish. That's why you got San Diego, Santa Barbara, San Francisco, Santa Monica, San Antonio, San Juan, all, all those all those different things because all, all that was Spanish. So when they acquired uh, those uh, those more western states, they made a deal with the people Either you automatically gain the rights and privileges as a natural born citizen. So, like, if you come to this country uh, as a uh, immigrant now, you can go through the citizenry process and then you become an American citizen, right? Yeah. But you are not a natural born citizen. So there's certain rights and privileges you cannot do. You cannot be president. Um, you cannot, I think you'd be vice president, but you definitely can't be president. You have to be a natural born citizen to be president. Um, but when they purchased the Louisiana, through the Louisiana purchase, those persons, even though they were not born in America, once the deal was signed, they automatically gained the rights and privileges as a natural born citizen. So it was as if they were born in America. Most folks don't don't get that. So when they talk about Hawaii and uh, uh, Alaska, which were the last states to join the union, they say, oh, those people weren't natural born citizens, blah, blah, blah. Yes, they were, because once the American uh, system acquired those, those uh, territories, everyone who lived there gain the rights and privileges of a natural born citizen. Most folks don't know that. Teach him. Nah, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. So, hey, I, it's, it's worth saying. It's worth saying. It's it's a footnote in history now. Praise the Lord. And uh, But at the same time, it is worth saying because, you know, it's uh, it, it sort of might, at least to all your listeners, it might bookend it. It might bookend that discussion. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just, I just, I just, it's something that, that really popped up. Yeah, so, I actually love you saying it because, again, it's something, I, and let me say, it's in its mo, in its nature, again, while, this is why history is, it's an example even of why history is important, is because now, if we ever face a situation where, because in the media, we know the media, they're, they're silly, they're going to go around doing the same thing if another person comes in and people want to try and, find something against them and by nature they can dig up the birth certificate and it's by have, have it be something against them like that because that's a very easy thing to propagate like you just said you stated which again you educated me most people don't know that sort of regulation when when new states are acquired because first of all it doesn't happen that often and second of all even i'll say as an american citizen we're kind of far detached not everyone but middle america you know lower lower class america is a little bit detached from our our politics system you know so i didn't know that even myself you know and uh so it's it's, it's worth noting if that just so we if we can face it again we can say to ourselves listen people these are citizens every person who you know just just what you how you stated i think it's a, a well worth uh, worthwhile saying 
Well, I mean, so I think it's something to consider because yeah. there's a possibility it will happen again. I mean, Puerto Rico is out, is out there, and, and, and there have been talks about them actually, because, you know, right now they're a territory. Okay. Which, to some degree, gives them the privileges without the representation. That's a whole other conversation. The same with Washington, D.C. They have the privileges of a citizen, but they don't have the the voice of a citizen. So you, you do have two particular territories, at least, that are out there with the conversation of advancing and, in, and enlarging the, the ranks of, of the United States of America. And so these conversations are going to come up, you know, when you have a Puerto Rican who could possibly become president, and they're going to be like, well, he wasn't born here. Yes, he was. He was born in Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rico is a U.S. state at the it's time. I'm sure it will be. Like a grandfathering in. However, it's, little, it's a little different than that because it's more of like you're penciling them into the contract, but it's in that same vein. They just, you know, that, that's the nature of why citizens need to understand this. So, you, amen, you're doing a service to your listeners, again, even to me, to, to fill us in on that because certainly it, odds are it will happen again. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure before our lifetime is over, you know, I mean, you know, they, they, nobody wants to do it because, my God, you know how much it costs to change stationery? I mean, come on now. We got to pull down every flag in America. We have to we have to burn every flag in America because we got to add two new stars on there, man. We don't want to do that. Come on now, dude. And uh, so all that's a thing. All of the all of the 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 people who have been buried and who have been uh, um, memorialized under the 50 stars. You know, all that has to change. It's 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 a which most people they just want to get. It's a huge process to changing the nation, which and, and most people say uh, they think it's funny when they say, yeah, you want us to change the country. I mean, dude, you know how much it costs to change stationery, and and people think that that's just a big joke, but it's really the the huge undertaking of trying to change the whole country. It it's it's hard to do. And a lot of these things are hard. And uh, like we had the conversation some time ago that that was a little bit of a, of a challenge for us when we were talking about uh, um, the, the following of laws and things back there that 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 kind of uh, ended the way that it did. But these things are excruciating. And I think that uh, this moment of Fourth of July Independence Day is a great opportunity to to really bring awareness to the excruciation of of the burden of this nation. It's it's an excruciating undertaking. Amen. Amen. Freedom is not easy. And it certainly ain't free. You know, most folks don't realize this. And this is part of my last point. Uh, but you most folks don't realize that it literally all started over tea and taxes. You know, Amen. your people up there wasting all that lifting in the harbor. And, they don't uh, plan here. Excuse uh, you? you I didn't hear you. What did you say? Oh, I, I was just uh, making a joke. And I was like, well, we don't play up here. No, you no, know, no. They the tea, you know, they just, but I was joking, obviously, and just uh, playing. So, but no, please continue. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you're saying. Well, first, to, well, first of all, I always wanted to, I mean, I can't, you're not really a Bostonian, but I don't really like Boston people no. because you waste tea. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I, I think that it's a great opportunity to remember 
that this whole experiment started just so first of all and 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 this is something else to take into consideration they took the worst of britain the renegades if you will the people that they didn't want the people they didn't feel belonged in britain very worst thing the bad people and they threw them out those were the people who started america I know. I that that's very worth saying. Very much worth saying. Yes, the degenerates started America. Yeah. And and so then you have these degenerates that you literally banished to this island thinking you were putting them in prison. <laughs> and they came up and built this nation. Yeah. And it is just fascinating that this is. this this is this is literally the land of the prisoners. <laughs> yes, yes, amen, amen. We've come a long way from thinking, looking at ourselves like that. You might say it as our uh, in history, looking at our forefathers like that. Yeah. So my my final thought before I get out of the way on this Fourth uh, of July, since you made me work. Um. Yeah. What What are your um? What are your uh? Well, I guess I want to say this. First of all, I wanted to take a moment to um, send out some thoughts and prayers. We want to go up near you. I'm sure you heard about this, that a gunman wearing a bulletproof vest kills five and injures two minors in Philadelphia. That's up there near you. I'm sure that glared across your TV screen or radio. You're in the media thing, so I'm sure you would have heard about it by now. I did see something to that effect, and uh, it didn't get the details. But uh, yeah, that's and that's tragic. That is. Um. Well, let me see if I can get you some details. Um. Also, a shooting in Fort Worth leaves at least three dead. And I I clicked on it, and I thought it would take longer. Uh. Let me read this. Uh. A gunman in a bulletproof vest opened fire on the streets of Philadelphia killing five people and wounding two boys before he surrendered to responding officers. The shooting took place over several city blocks and dozens of special shell casings were found. Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw said in a news conference Monday night that the gunman had an AR type, AR type, an AR type rifle, multiple magazines, a handgun, and a police scanner. Oh, this dude meant business. Um, We have absolutely no idea why this happened. Please. please. No, you you go continue. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, in in light of the uh, of this and bringing awareness to these victims certainly praise god and uh and may their his comfort be with the families and but at the same time i there's the one i actually had saw was in baltimore and i just to bring awareness and just to share again again mainly for for prayers for the victims is uh, i believe it was two people were dead and 28 people were injured in in baltimore when was this I don't know the date. I just saw the article this this past week. It was literally just yesterday or the day before. Uh, it was very recently, and it was a big. It was obviously a big incident. Where and praise God, only two people. I know that's so graphic to say, even but twenty eight people were injured. 
this person open fire. I don't know the details again on that. I, I, sometimes when these things come across, obviously, because we're bombarded with media, um, I, it's not in an instance where I'm able to give myself to that right then and there. So, but I, I just wanted to, even, if we're, if we're on this as a, as a final thought, I hope prayers go out to that, those, that situation as well. Uh, police said four men were killed. We're back in Philadelphia. Okay. In the shooting, okay. while two, while a two-year-old boy and a 13-year-old boy were injured, three men were 20, 22, and 59. Yeah. Uh, police have not determined the age of the fourth victim who was killed, but believe he was between the ages of 16 and 21. So. That's in uh, in Philadelphia. Then wow. in Fort Worth, uh, three were dead and eight wounded. Uh, it doesn't say much about it, but uh, last year a gunman opened fire on. on the, we're, we're, we're doing history. Why we got to remind me? Okay. Um, so basically, they're they're I guess because you know you know how the media is we got we got to have uh, enough to make sure we you know we got to have enough words because our story doesn't mean anything if we don't have words so they just they didn't know what to say so they just spent time reminding you that four years ago somebody got killed again and they just want to say the Fort Worth is a hotbed so anyway we just wanna I just wanna on this Fourth of July weekend bring awareness to the people that as we're celebrating freedom it is still a fight to to gain freedom, especially when you're talking about gun violence and so forth and so on. Right here in, in my own city, one of the major activists of gun violence lost his son. And wow. uh, so it, it, it's been it's been a thing. So with that, my pray, friend, I'm, and let me say, pray. I'm so happy to hear that you're in your upcoming lineup. You're going to be speaking with someone about mental health, an absolute trigger point, uh, something that needs to be addressed far more, more adamantly in our society. So kudos to you. I'm so happy to hear that. And I hope much, much good comes from it. Well, and with that, I, 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 um, I thank you for that. And uh, um, before I before we leave, I um, I think we've covered three things today. Uh, we talked about a the importance of our friends and family. Um, we talked about the significance of bringing awareness to our communities, and most importantly, we talked about the true importance of praying, not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united even though that is the centerpiece of today. But people who lace up the uniform of nations, both civilized and uncivilized all over this world, because regardless of why or what the politics is of the town, they're still human beings, and they're still leaving their families to go out and defend a nation uh, that literally is fighting. They're literally fighting for something they probably have no idea, can't even begin to fathom what they're fighting for. All they're doing is what they're told. 
Can I actually really quickly say this is on my heart because I, I I don't know if you've heard about it. I just saw this this morning, so I just want to put it out there again in the nature of prayer that there's is because obviously this this there's the wars going on with uh, with Ukraine and things like that that are horrific, and even more things are picking up. I just saw this morning, and I need to look more into it that Israel issued uh, a pretty harsh attack on Palestinian on a Palestinian grounds and 10 people thus far have been killed in this attack and it, they're pretty much they're pretty, it's pretty much like a anti-terrorist response they're saying thus far so but Israel is pretty much engaging in warfare on Palestine for anti-terrorism measures and it's so and I only say that again for prayers for prayers to these people and and the world we're living in and and again all glory to the Lord all right man well all that aside, <clears throat> oh, wow, I, 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 that got me choked up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm to sorry to say that, man. I'm sorry to hear that. No, no, no. It just went down the wrong pipe. I, I but it, it. Oh, your drink. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, that, that's a little bit of a lighthearted moment, may I say. But yeah. yes, print, uh, definitely it's great to talk to you, brother. Oh, All it's right, been man. Yes. We'll get back together next week. Until then, um, Happy 4th of July, and tell Dakota and all the other family that I, uh, I'm i grateful to to uh, share this moment by proxy with them. I appreciate that very much, and I definitely uh, will we'll pass that on. It was great to talk to you today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day with your family. Say, send my hellos. I will do God that. Bless you, and also, happy 4th of July. All right, man. We'll talk next week. Looking forward to it. All right. Later. I'm on my way out. Might hit the club and I might stay out. Yeah. Little chicken on my brand of steak out. Yeah. Fresh from the mall, got him checking me out. Yeah. Bet, bet money ain't no nigga flyer. But burn until I expire. Spit it all, but you gotta be a rider. Might hit the club. Uh, might get some grub. Uh, might see my fam. Uh, show, show me some love. Spinning this money. Party with shoes. Spinning this money. Party with shoes.